Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 148 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Dusty here, the host of the show, where every single Wednesday or maybe Thursday, depending on the week, um, I get together with a wonderful YouTube creator, talk with them about their journey in hopes of bringing out some value for you guys as you guys grow and learn on your journey with online videos, specifically on YouTube. Today, uh, the guest is an absolutely fantastic creator. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this conversation. Uh, But before we jump into that, I do want to let everyone know uh, that you can support the show over on Patreon uh, for as little as a dollar, three dollars, five dollars. There's all kinds of different tiers. Uh, we've got two new patrons this week, Christina L. and James S. coming in. Uh, we have tiers all the way from a dollar to forty five. Uh, if you'd like to get a private Skype call with me every month, there's a tier for that as well. So if that's something that you're interested in going into the new year, getting help with your YouTube channel, definitely check out the Patreon link in the show notes below. Also, TubeBuddy. Every single week, I continue to say we're brought to you by TubeBuddy. That's because I've had such a great relationship with them and have been working with them for so long. What a great tool that TubeBuddy is. Going into the new year, if you haven't already made the plunge, I recommend that you do so. They have this really cool feature going on right now towards the end of the year where it can show you your year in review, and it's animated. It's got some really cool music behind it. It just makes you feel good. It lets you know kind of where you've grown, kind of a visual uh, indication of kind of where your channel was at the beginning of the year and where you ended. And and can I kind of show you some pain points and some points where you've done really well throughout the year. I uh, also want to give a huge shout out to uh, Whaley or Wheelie Studley and Jay Barship for the great reviews over on iTunes. I really do appreciate the positive and, and, and reviews and feedback. Always helps me grow the show. Uh, I always want to find other creators that I can help. That's the main purpose of the show. And uh, guys, 2019 is only going to be bigger and better for the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. So if you haven't already, I highly recommend you subscribe to the show, whether it be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, uh, wherever you consume your podcasting content. Please, please, please hit that subscribe button. That way you'll be notified every time we release a new episode. All right. Without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's conversation. I am joined today by Travis Lathrop. He is an engineer leveraging his creativity and organizational habits into a channel dedicated to like-minded makers around the world who want to increase the effectiveness of their workplace. He is on a mission to help you create your dream workshop, which enables you to maximize productivity and unlock your creative potential. The channel, which his channel is called Shop Nation, uh, shares projects, tips, and tricks as he continues down the journey in a pursuit of shop greatness. Travis, how are you doing today? Great. Well, I'm so excited to have you here. When you shot me an email not too long ago, um, as you can imagine, I get a, a handful of those per week. I, I went and you know perused your channel, and I was like, oh my goodness, I got to have this guy on the show. Uh, and so j- just to kind of take a step back, Travis, I want to ask you the, the opening question is always this. Tell my audience a little bit more about you and your content and how you got started on YouTube. Sure. So, um, yeah, my background is engineering, and I've always kind of had that mindset of, you know, figuring out how things work, building things, ripping things apart. So I've always been very hands-on, which naturally transitions into kind of a DIY uh, mindset as I got older. 
Um, so, you know, a lot of those influences growing up started with, you know, my dad, my dad's an engineer. He's also an entrepreneur. Um, so I kind of grew up always kind of seeing him working with his hands. Um, I also have a, a, an uncle, my uncle Ron, he was a a hands-on guy. So I had, I had very good role models growing up, um, kind of showing that, you know, if you want to create something or make something, um, you are totally enabled to do so. So I've always, I've always liked that piece. And I also kind of have, um, I've always enjoyed the creative process as well. So it kind of transitioned nicely into a, a YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, basically the channel is, um, a documentation of my journey as I build out kind of my home shop with the intention that my audience and my viewers, um, can take away tidbits that they can apply to their shop. Um, and, you know, increase their, you know, productivity and, um, just in general, allow them to create easier. Um, cause one of the biggest things, one of my beliefs is that when you, when you walk into your workspace, you know, whether that's a, a 5,000 square foot shop or a corner of an apartment, whatever you have, um, the more effectively it's laid out and the more intentionally it's laid out, the more effective you are as a creator. Hmm. Yeah. Now I'm going to be honest with you, Travis. I'm always jealous of you guys. I have a buddy of of mine. His name is Matt. He's very good with his hands. Uh, you know, if he ever has any tech questions, he calls me. And then if I ever need anything built or put together or fixed, I normally call him. So, uh, I'm definitely jealous of you guys who are very good at at working with your hands and your channel is, is very interesting because you're not necessarily talking about, I mean, you do a lot of the how to content of, you know, the, the different, the woodworking, the putting this different stuff together. But your main goal and, and, and the main notion of your channel within a year has grown to, to almost now 25,000 subscribers in just under a year. Uh, your main purpose of the channel is to basically help people create the ultimate workshop. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Now, where did this idea come from? You, you talk about your dad. You talk about your uncle, the people who kind of invested in you, kind of shown you that if you want to make something, you can. What gave you the idea of, you know what, I want to help people uh, make their ultimate workshop? Because I can think of it like my way, like as someone who's into technology and to PCs and Macs and things like that, I've always envisioned like being able to help people create their ultimate studio or a place like that. So I assume it's kind of the same premise, but, but where did that idea come from? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, so, you know, being a kind of hands-on guy and a maker myself, I was always frustrated, um, because my shop wasn't set up or I didn't have things in the right places and it, it just ended up making projects take longer than they should. Um, so it started really with a frustration. Um, but the inspiration really came from the fact that I was basically digesting YouTube content pretty regularly. Um, I follow a lot of the different makers and woodworkers and machinists and all this different kind of crafts, um, on YouTube. And one thing that always interested me almost more than their regular content was when they took the time to show how their shop was set up or when they did what's called a shop a shop tour. Um, and I, I started noticing that the view counts of those videos, um, were actually fairly high when compared to their regular content. So I said, okay, it's not just me who's interested in this. Um, I'm also slightly OCD, so I like organization. I like things in their place. Um, and I don't know, I just, it kind of turned into, you know, I'm about to go down this journey. Um, I think there are other people out there who would be interested in learning from not only my success, but also my failures. Um, so why don't I document it? Hmm. 
And so what was your experience with videography before? Like as far as like the YouTube channel, how, how experienced were you in front of a camera? You know, it, it looks like your production value has improved, obviously, from your first video a little under a year ago until now. And so what was your experience like with the, 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 the form of video before you started the channel? Yeah. Um, and this is something that I think is probably common for most creators out there or anyone interested in starting a YouTube channel. But my, my exposure prior to this was pretty much zero. Um, and you, that's pretty evident from my first couple of videos. They're, they're fairly hard to watch. I, I started, you know, with just my iPhone. I didn't have any additional equipment. I didn't have, I didn't even have a lav mic. I didn't have lighting. I didn't have anything. Um, and I just kind of learned as I went, um, the only real exposure I had to videography or, or any of that leading up to um, starting the channel was, you know, I have a drone that I play around with that I've made a couple videos with, but they're very, you know, kind of rudimentary, just flying around my house. Um, so answer in short is little to none. <laughs> little to none. So you started the channel, Shop Nation. Um, and let's talk about kind of the business aspect of this now. What what are you looking to do to monetize the channel? So with Shop Nation, I know you have, I've, I've, I'm looking at your website right now, shop-nation.com. You've got some tools, some affiliate stuff there. What are you looking to do to monetize and make money on, on, on this channel to kind of help you possibly be able to do this if you're not already doing this full time? Yeah, no, that's good. That's a good question. And I think it's, that's an, that's an important point to make, especially for anybody looking to get started in YouTube. My intention with starting this channel was never to make it a kind of self, um, financing endeavor. Uh, meaning I didn't want to go and uh, at least my goal for now is not to go do this full time. Um, my goal was, I just wanted to get to a point where any income that this channel throws off essentially funds the projects that I do in my shop. So um, I'm just now probably at a point where I'm just probably about breaking even on a monthly basis, depending on, you know, the project and what I'm doing. But um, that's kind of, uh, you know, essentially was my original goal. And now that I see that the channel, you know, has a lot of room to grow and has some momentum and can potentially get a lot larger, um, it's kind of turning into, you know, well, what could this possibly be? Um, and it's even starting to introduce the concept of maybe, you know, what if I do want to do this full time? Um, now, I, what I do full time right now, I really, really enjoy what I do. Uh, you know, I'm an engineer. I work for a, a 3D printing company. So I get to I get to basically unleash my creative uh, mind on a daily basis. So um, it's not something that I want to leave anytime soon. But um, the fact that the channel has grown and I'm starting to see, you know, kind of companies interested in partnering with me and doing, you know, uh, endorsements and things like that. It's, it's kind of getting the wheels turning on, on what I want to do. But for right now, the, the only revenue I'm pulling from the channel is ads from YouTube and then just my, um, Amazon affiliate links. And that's it. Yeah. Cause I did hear like at the end of your videos, sometimes if you were using a tool or something like that, I was just assuming that, that those were some affiliate links to kind of help you kind of monetize and make some money with the channel. Um, I love that. I love that you've, you've grown it so quickly. Um, one of the, the, the fun questions that I get to ask people is this one, and that's, uh, what is something that you wish Travis, that someone would have told it, told you when you first started out on YouTube? So I think, um, I think the, the concept of picking a niche is really important. So, you know, and, and I've heard different um, people that you've interviewed on your podcast talk about this, but 
it's really powerful and it's it's worth repeating. It's if you try and cater to everyone, you cater to no one, right? So it by selectively kind of picking a niche and being really, really diligent about staying within that, um, I think that has attributed to my success. And that's something that I wish someone had told me right from the get-go. I, I think I got lucky and kind of guessed that correctly. But for anyone looking to start a channel, I think that is crucial um, you know, when trying to figure out what exactly it is you want to do and then setting a plan forward to go do it. Um, and then lastly, um, don't give up. It is so um, discouraging early on because the growth is so small. I think um, I was looking back at my stats. So again, I'm an engineer, so I, I use the analytics stuff a lot. I, I kind of look at, I break down a lot of the performance of my videos and it took me um, 160 days to go from zero to a thousand which may be fast in terms of YouTube, I don't really know. But the first 68 of those days was to get from zero to 10. So, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's really, really discouraging as you're putting in all this time and effort into putting these videos out and you're just not really seeing any, any returns. So I would say that if you do choose to do this and you do make the leap to start a YouTube channel, um, first and foremost, understand your niche and then cater directly to that. And then lastly, give it a decent run and don't give up. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with all of that. Um, I think I, I definitely already have a title of the show. I like that comment you made. If you try to cater to everyone, you end up catering to nobody. Um, that's that's so true. It's 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 kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a catch-22 really because y you want to niche down, and I've talked about that the past few months on, on this show and, and other podcasts that I've been on, but you also don't want to throw such a, a, a wide net that you end up catching nothing. And it, it's it's a very kind of uh, weird tightrope that we have to kind of balance as creators. Do do we niche down to this specific thing, or, or do we try uh, and 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 throw a wider net? And so I, I think that's a very good point that you made. Um, and then about the giving up, uh, that's hilarious that you said that about it took you that long to get ten, and then that long to get a hundred subscribers. Uh, I, I definitely I want to go back and look at mine because I think it took me much longer than that. I think you actually are on a much quicker trajectory uh, than than. I I was at the early stages of my channel. Of course, I had no idea what I was doing. This was eight years ago, and there was not near as much information out there about kind of how to how to grow a, a YouTube channel. And so I want to ask you about the whole thing that you mentioned there about being an engineer, using the analytics. Um, this is not a normal question that I ask, but I want to ask you because I think you'd be a, a great point of view on this. Um, what are you utilizing as far as the analytics for your channel to improve, to grow as quickly as, as you have? Because I get so many questions about people saying that it's impossible to start, uh, launch a new channel and grow in today's ecosystem with YouTube being the way that it is. Uh, all of the old hats are there and they already have their successful channels. There's really no room for new, new people. Obviously, you proved that point mute it's invalid because people like you are coming in within a year and creating very successful channels so what analytics and what data are you using travis to kind of help you propel yourself above the rest yeah no that's a that's a good good question that's something that i actually spent a lot of time before diving into trying to understand better um, because i knew that you know you always hear about this like youtube algorithm that that is under your bed right that um, that everybody is trying to cater to and, and, um, you know, appease to make their videos appear more and drive channel growth. And so I knew that there was, that data was going to play an important role. Um, so I did a lot of research, you know, like you said, the resources today are just everywhere. If you want to learn how to do anything, including, 
you know, uh, a successful YouTube channel, there are tons of resources like, you know, your channel, your podcast, um, as one example of that. But what I, what I did initially was figure out, you know, at a very basic level, what are some important things to drive, um, not only, uh, basically people to your videos, but also, um, the, I guess to drive, um, the algorithm to recommend your videos. So something that I adopted very early was uh, vidIQ, which is just a plugin, you know, for your browser. Um, it's very similar, actually. I, I know you you're supported by TubeBuddy, and I actually checked it out, and it's it's actually pretty cool. So I, I may switch switch over to TubeBuddy, but it's it's kind of the same idea. Um, when you pull up a video on YouTube, it actually gives some stats on the right side. And so what I did is I went to a lot of successful YouTube channels, and I basically looked at you know, what they were doing that was different than maybe unsuccessful channels. So I started noticing that the successful channels were using um, certain types of video tags um, and the unsuccessful ones were using maybe more general video tags, so they weren't ranking as high. Um, so I noticed that kind of thing. Um, I noticed that the word count in your description um, plays, plays a role. I noticed that the title, you know, whether it's too long or too short, plays a role. So I, I just started picking up these little things. So really the two data sources that I use is uh, currently vidIQ, and then also I just use the, um, the uh, Creator Studio uh, within YouTube. And it's, uh, I will say that you know, my channel only has 20 videos out, so it's really easy for me to kind of wrap my arms around all of the data for all 20 of my videos, but um, for other channels out there with hundreds of videos, I can understand kind of the daunting task that might be. Um, but, but when you're getting started and your video count is, is fairly low, um, you can start to, you know, analyze which videos are doing better and then just kind of working backwards to figure out, okay, is that because the thumbnail is better? Is that because the title is better? Is it truly the content? Um, and then, you know, kind of optimizing your videos as you go. It's funny that you say that about um, trying out TubeBuddy. I have a lot of people recently have been telling me they've been trying it out. Um, guests, previous guests that I've had on the show. And so, um, yeah, TubeBuddy is, is a great tool. There's obviously tons of great tools out there. I don't want to uh, sell you guys on one in particular. Obviously, I'm biased because they support me and, and I'm obviously have used them for years now. Um, but when it comes to data, um, what are your thoughts on the new Creator Studio uh, that we're going to have to all kind of merge into at the beginning of the year? Have, do you have any thoughts on how they're breaking down data? Uh, you know, the, the new stats that have come into play this year, I absolutely love with the CTR click-through rates and the impressions and things like that. Are you utilizing any of that new data? Yes, yeah. So I actually probably primarily use the, the new beta version um, just because I think it's set up more intuitively for what I want to do. Um, so yeah, so I, that's, it, I also like how you can kind of dive down by video so you can look at, you know, the growth, the, the, the views, the subscriber, um, gain, you can look at, um, how people got to your videos, you know, per video. So it allows you to really deep dive into that. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a fan. Yeah, me too. I've, I, it took me a while. Um, and, and I realized as I was, I was, I was taking a, I was jogging one day and I was thinking about how frustrated I was about having to switch over because I've used the old one for so long. But then I just realized that I was just upset and frustrated because it was just new and I was going to have to learn some new <laughs> navigational things and just something, some things very simple. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be that person who doesn't want things to evolve. And I always preach this on my podcast. And so, uh, I'm, you know, I'm glad to talk to people like you who are, who are definitely using it. Um, 
what other YouTube tools outside of analytics are you using, like hardware, software? Like, how are you filming your videos? Like, what are some tools of the trade that you use to get the production that you have accomplished already in the infancy of your channel? You made a very good point. People are going to kind of uh, throw up a red flag. They're going to say, so he only has 20-some-odd videos, but he has you know almost 25,000 subscribers. That is correct. That's why I wanted to have him on the show to prove to you guys that there is something with the cadence of your videos, but also... So with that being said, Travis has been able to accomplish this in less than a year with very infrequent uploads. He's not doing daily uploads. And so it kind of extinguishes all of the myths that you've got to upload daily. You've got to upload a certain length of video and there's no room for new members in the YouTube club, which is completely wrong. So what tools are you using to get the job done? Yeah. So um, on the software side um, for video editing, I'm using Premiere Pro. Um, basically the Adobe suite of, of products. So I use Photoshop for thumbnails and then Premiere Pro for editing, um, which I learned through, uh, you guessed it, YouTube. Um, and um, as far as any other software, the only other piece that I actually just started recently using, and it was actually as a recommendation from hearing one of your podcasts, is uh, Trello. So one of the things that I need to do a much better job on is organizing my thoughts and organizing kind of the sequence of events for shooting videos, you know, to make it not such a laborious process um, and also planning out future videos. So I use uh, Trello quite a bit now just for that purpose. Uh, but that's, that's really it when it comes to software. Yeah, Trello is fun. It's uh, it's something that I'm, you know, this time of year, right, Travis, like we're all looking at things that we can do to improve our productivity going into the new year, resolutions, whether it be fitness or whatever it may be. Um, and for my YouTube channel, specifically in the podcast, I've, I want to, and tell me if this is something you deal with, Travis, I deal with kind of the syndrome of, oh, look, there's a squirrel. Oh, let's chase it, you know, and there's so many options out there and there's so many different software tools that you can use. There's so many different calendar schedulers. There's so many different editing, you know, suites we can use. I want to kind of trim that down next year and focus less on what I'm using to create and more on the actual creation. Have you ever felt like you just are overwhelmed with all the different gadgets and things you can try? Yeah, Definitely. Um, so the, the company I work for is a, is a small kind of startup and I always make the joke that, um, you know, coming from, so where I came from previously was kind of a, you know, large corporate job and, and they had just kind of the standard suite of apps and things like that to use. But where I'm at now, we had, it seems like we have every single conceivable app possible. So I never know where anything is or what, you know, what I need to be doing on what platform. And so, yeah, so when I, when it comes to my personal life and when it comes to this venture, you know, a shop nation, I definitely err on the side of simplicity um, just for that reason. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. That's, that's, that's funny. I didn't mean to go on a tangent there, but it's something <laughs> that I'm really, and I want my listeners to know that I'm, I'm trying to filter out there are so many things like there's Evernote and there's Trello and there's calendar tools and there's this and there's that I just want one tool or I just want something very simple because what what happens Travis is that we as creators end up getting caught up and spending way more time on those tools and getting them right than we actually do the videos and the creative process and that's why I want to do this to begin with like my favorite part about podcasting and YouTube videos is the actual content the actual conversations with you guys the creators and the, the the videos that I do. I don't want to be fiddling around with all these different tools and whatnot, which is one of the reasons why I love TubeBuddy, because there's so many different things packed in there. Um, 
If you could give one piece of advice to emerging YouTubers, someone wanting to start on YouTube, wanting to grow their YouTube channel, what would that one piece of advice be? So I'm going to take one piece of advice and break it into three parts because <laughs> that's what I that, these, these are really the things I actually took some time and thought about this. So the first one is start. If you really want to do this, just get out there and do it. Um, it, it's, it's kind of cliche. Um, but it's, it's something that is absolutely necessary. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of people out there that get the analysis of paralysis and they start thinking about, Oh, I've got to go buy, you know, a mirrorless, you know, camera and I got to get all these lenses and these lights and I've got to get this editing software. No, oh, I have to learn how to edit. No, oh, gosh, I don't know. You know, all of the different terms for cinematography, you don't need any of that. Right. So just start. Um, and I say that with, as kind of a caveat. So start with realistic expectations as well. Because, you know, a, a lot of times in the culture that we live in, you know, it's joked that kids today, they don't want to grow up to be a paramedic or a firefighter or a doctor. They want to grow up to be a YouTube star, right? So because there, there are some really, really big names out there that are making a lot of money and a big impact. Um, and so they kind of only see that and they just assume that's what they want to do. But what they're seeing is really the tail end of a ton of work. Like, you know, if they're watching PewDiePie videos, right, that that guy makes a ton of money. He's very successful, but they're not seeing all of the, you know, the, the work and hours put into that. And, and they just want to get to that state. So once you get past kind of that, 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 um, unrealistic expectation, um, and you do have kind of an idea that you think will be successful, just start, just get out there and just do it. Um, the second piece is, and this is something that I really try to do intentionally uh, as part of my initial research, this is something that I heard over and over again, is focus on really creating useful content for your audience rather than focusing on how the how that content is put together. So it kind of goes back to, you know, don't you don't need to go out and buy, spend five thousand dollars on on video gear because you want to have, you know, like the most amazing shots in your videos. Spend all of that time focusing on making your content useful. Because basically what it, what it boils down to is, is human nature. Your, your viewers ultimately only care about themselves. So if your stuff, if your content is not useful to them, they're not going to be interested. And useful is, can come in a, a variety of ways, right? It's, it's, uh, it, it could be knowledge-based. So like the, the tutorials that you do, you know, that's knowledge that, that people can consume and then use and then you know, use that to kind of uh, take them, them to the next level. Um, or it could be entertainment based. I mean, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be just raw knowledge, but it is it is useful and it's valuable to the viewer. So keeping that kind of in the forefront, don't make videos for you, make videos for them. Um, and then the last thing, and it kind of goes back to the initial, um, uh, what we talked about earlier, is just keep at it. And I like the saying, keep chopping wood. Um, there are times when, especially in the beginning, when it's very frustrating, but even you know, um, as your channel is progressing, um, it's, you, you need to keep pushing, um, and just keep going because it's, it, you know, you, you might, you might quit right at the moment when your channel is going to blow up and you don't know when that time is going to be. So just keep chopping wood. And I really have to give credit to my wife. I wanted to quit after video two. I, uh, I, I was, I was just so, you know, it, it takes so long to film these videos. It takes, I, I'm very inefficient in the editing process. So I just end up putting, you know, 40 hours into producing one video to get, you know, 12 views. And I'm just like, this is crazy. What am I doing? So 
my wife saw something that I didn't and she really pushed me to keep going. So I, I have to give credit to her for that. But th I think that's kind of the last piece. Yeah, I, I like that. There's so many good stuff there. I could break down so much of what you said, but I think you, you, you said it so well. And so I'm, I'm not really going to focus in on it. The only thing that, that I would say is that I always like to, when I'm, when I'm creating a video and it's in concept and, and mainly what I do is tutorial how to video stuff. It, it's, I think about if I was looking you know, how to do something or how to do this task that I was trying to create a video for, what would I want in the video? Like what would be the, the, the valuable things that I would get out of it? Because you're right. We are selfish when we're consuming video. We're rightfully so. It's for our entertainment. It is for our, uh, to be able to get something from it, whether it be to be uh, helped from a video or to be entertained from a video. There's so many different things that, that kind of go into to, to that scope of things. Now, uh, in closing here, we're getting towards the end of the interview here, Travis. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, I want to ask you this: What is next for your channel? Um, you know, you're you're you know you've grown so well over the past year. You have you know twenty almost thirty videos on the channel now. What are you looking to do as far as like upping the production of your videos? Like, what's next, short term and long term for your channel? Yeah, so um, in the short term, I'll say the short term. I, I still have about the way that I've have it kind of mapped out about a year and a half of content within my shop that I think would be really useful and kind of continue along the, the, the journey that I'm on within my shop um, alone. Um, but once I get past that point um, and I start running in, start running out of rather, um, you know, larger projects that are more impactful for my viewers, um, I'm going to probably start expanding into collaborations with other makers kind of within the same space as me. Um, or maybe we work together to do something in their shop to improve their efficiency or, or their workflow. Um, I also have um, a couple projects in the works of um, friends that are building out shops from scratch. So it could be, you know, featuring um, what they're doing and kind of their thought process and weighing in on why they're making decisions that they are. So it's it's I'm still I still want to stay within my vertical or my niche, but um, it, it will likely expand beyond just my shop into other shops. I love it. Uh, I think that it's it's one of those things to where I I love having people on the 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 channel like you who are doing different and unique things. You're not doing just the normal thing. You you've got a really cool niche. You've got a really cool thing that you're focusing on. And and man, you've you've grown so quickly with just the the small amount of videos that you have on there. And some of these projects that you have going on are getting hundreds of thousands of views. And I just see that you know the improvement that you've made from your first video to your last video. I want to make the point again that people say to me all the time, there's no room for new YouTubers. Well, that is an absolute, that is a bogus statement because you, Travis, have proved them wrong uh, and your channel is only going to get bigger and better with more content and it sounds like you have that already in the pipeline. So congratulations to you. Thank you so much for coming on the show and let my audience know where they can get in touch with you. Yeah, well, first and foremost, thanks for having me, Dusty. Appreciate it. Um, the two kind of, well, three locations really. So obviously my YouTube channel, Shop Nation. Um, I also have a website, shop-nation.com. And uh, lastly, uh, I do some kind of behind the scenes stuff on Instagram. Um, you can search either Shop Nation or Dream Shop Nation. Love it. Definitely go check them out. Shop Nation on YouTube, shop-nation.com on the website side of things. All those links will be in the show notes of this week's episode. And Travis, we'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. 
We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.